It's Saturday, July 23rd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Intense heat and dry conditions are stressing U.S. agriculture, threatening corn, soybeans, and other crops, as well as cattle herds. Extremely high temperatures this past week have put swaths of the U.S., especially in the south and west, under excessive heat warnings and advisories. The hot weather is hitting during an important period of the Midwest crop growing season, analysts said, and just as some commodity prices ease amid concerns about global food supplies. The heat is also exacerbating long-running drought conditions in parts of Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, and other states, risking harm to livestock, parching pastures, and leading ranchers to spend more on supplemental feed for cattle. Many ranchers in the region were already paying more for feed, fertilizer, fuel, and other expenses and are selling their calves into feedlots at a faster pace, according to Agriculture Department data. Feed costs have climbed by roughly $100 a ton from a year ago, while fertilizer also has grown more expensive. Around the world, Russia struck a military airport and a railway station in central Ukraine in its largest long-range attack beyond the front lines. Andriy Rykovic, head of the Kirovorod region, said 13 missiles were fired at infrastructure and military facilities overnight, leaving at least three people dead and 13 wounded. Odessa, the only key port city on the Black Sea still held by Ukraine, was also shelled Saturday, with local media reporting seven missile strikes inside the urban area. Ukraine's forces used U.S.-made rocket launchers in a systematic shelling campaign aimed at cutting off vital supplies from the strategically important southern region of Kherson, which Russia has occupied since early in the invasion. Meanwhile, the Pentagon is considering providing Ukrainian forces with fighter jets, the White House said Friday, marking what would be a significant expansion of U.S. involvement in the war and carrying with it a risk of a more direct confrontation with Moscow. The Pentagon is making some preliminary explorations into the feasibility of potentially providing fighter aircraft to the Ukrainians, said John Kirby, the National Security Council coordinator for strategic communications. The comments are the latest sign of the Biden administration's growing assertiveness on arms for Kyiv and suggest an increasing willingness to provide advanced weaponry in an effort to help turn the tide of the war. Among the issues that must be addressed before the U.S. could give Ukraine jets is training, maintenance, and providing spare parts, Mr. Kirby told reporters during the briefing. He didn't say what kind of aircraft the U.S. was considering or when the administration would make a decision. In other news, the U.S. Forest Service announced Friday it's taking emergency action to save giant sequoias by speeding up projects that could start within weeks to clear underbrush to protect the world's largest trees from the increasing threat of wildfires. The move to bypass some environmental review could cut years off the normal approval process required to cut smaller trees in national forests and use intentionally lit, low-intensity fires to reduce dense brush that has helped fuel raging wildfires that have killed up to 20% of all large sequoias over the past two years. Without urgent action, wildfires could eliminate countless more iconic giant sequoias, Forest Service Chief Randy Moore said in a statement. The trees, the world's largest by volume, are under threat like never before. More than a century of aggressive fire suppression has left forests choked with dense vegetation and millions of dead trees killed by bark beetles that have fanned raging infernos intensified by drought. And 
Vince McMahon, the king of U.S. wrestling, retired as CEO and chairman of World Wrestling Entertainment following disclosures by the Wall Street Journal of multiple payouts to women regarding sexual misconduct. In a news release, the 76-year-old executive said his daughter, Stephanie McMahon, and the company's current president, Nick Kahn, will take over as co-CEOs. Miss McMahon will serve as chairwoman. As the majority shareholder, I will continue to support WWE in any way I can, Mr. McMahon said in a statement. Mr. McMahon won't retain any role in the company's creative content, according to a person familiar with the matter. Last year, the WWE reported record revenue of $1.1 billion. WWE said in regulatory filings that losing Mr. McMahon would put its entire business at risk. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.